In association with the Omniverse Comics Guide, this is the Cave of Solitude, your pop culture and comic book podcast coming to you from the megacity metropolis of Toronto. I'm your host, Eric Anthony. Boom. Daphne J. How the hell are you? I'm good. I like your pink hat. Thank you. You've been rocking the, um, what are they called? Scullies? I call it a scully. You've been getting an assortment of The Canadians of call it a toque. <laughs> <laughs> but I call it a scully. I like that you wear sunglasses and scullies inside sometimes. Why? Uh, I don't want to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Even at home? Uh, it's a comfort thing. <laughs> it's a comfort thing. I like, I like, I like feeling cozy. Mm. I like the pressure on my head. Just that subtle, like, I got you. And then the sunglasses, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, I, I can you. scope out a scene without being seen, you know? Like, right, right. I can look at someone in the face, but they don't know if I'm looking at them. Yeah, I got you. It's a spy tactic. With a, with a magenta pink <laughs> scully. <laughs> you do, you or totally, blue. <laughs> or, or mustard. Right. Or black. And nothing inconspicuous, completely standing out. No, I have a spy. black one when I want to I wanna hide, be incognito. So I have a question for you, Miss Incognito. Mm. Um, what secret conspiracy theory do you th- secretly think might be true? Oh, there's aliens. <laughs> One hundred percent. You're one hundred percent certain. One hundred. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. There's a couple of things that are perhaps influencing this immediate response. Let's settle down. I I wouldn't say a hundred percent. However, it's. Uh, is there? What's the question? What would it be? UFOs. Mm-hmm. UFOs are the one. Yeah, those are more probable for me. To be in existence out there somewhere. Yeah, I think so. I mean, and the sea ones too. There's sea UFOs, and they've probably been here longer than the ones that have been uh, visiting once in a while. Like Atlantis stuff. <sighs> I, bro, I don't know. It's kind of crazy though that we live in a in a time of history. But I guess everybody's time of history was equivalent. But we we are learning to travel. To other planets and back. Like that's becoming a thing that is going to be probable to do. Right? Like a, like a flight. Mm-hmm. Um, we're discovering things that may may or may not. But in many cases, l- there's a likelihood that Atlantis existed. Right? They're discovering these things that are all comic booky, sci-fi, all mythological. No, don't be silly. It's just a fun story. Where it's like, hmm, what's really going on? <laughs> That's why it's fun to ask people, like, what what's the stuff that you that you feel? Because look, for some people, believing in God is a conspiracy theory, right? The whole idea that some of these people existed is its own conspiracy theory. So we all believe in something that kind of makes us look a little crate like oh you believe in that one <laughs> <laughs> you're drinking that water <laughs> like, that cocktail that yeah that's that your drink <laughs> and sometimes it's like well we all believe that one so it's uh, normal you know but deep down there's there's like kennedy was shot by the cia that's that's one that is kind of acceptable now in a lot of circles well but that's it's still the one a, that there, uh, there's been enough documentaries and and interviews and f- evidence that suggest yeah yeah 
I'm not trying to get in it with the CIA. Yo, this, <laughs> this, this, we will attract some of these statements. <laughs> but yeah, no, like some stuff is coming out or, or, or um, like I said, not everything is these conspiracy theory things. I don't know. They stem from someplace. Yeah. Like it, it can't all be crazy. It can't all be cra- I mean, I get some of it being a little quacky, but, like, it's coming from something. Something fishy happened. Definitely. You know? Yeah. It's just too many people with, like, why does this guy have this type of shrapnel in his body, doesn't remember ever having surgery, and it's material that is not even found on planet Earth? <laughs> Where the hell did this what come did you, from? What did you watch? What did okay, you? Okay, so, <laughs> so on Netflix, there's this documentary called Declassified. Yeah. Uh, UFO projects basically being disclosed to the public or that have been. And yeah, there's a couple of, of instances where even the U.S. government did admit to having some UFO sightings on actual, like, government space. Like, literally hovering over the White House. And ping, ping. Like, they were actually <laughs> in the air. And they were actually honest with the, the public. But then after that, they figured that was a big, big mistake. And since then, either keeping <clears throat> eyewitnesses or actual ab- abductees, I, I guess you would say. Um, trying to like suppress them and keep them from speaking out about their, you know, intimidation, using intimidation. I mean, maybe it's all a, a storytelling, but there's a couple of things where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't put it past the government. If they didn't want you to get anything out, they probably would cross lines to get to get, get the job done. Like, it's not so out there that that, yeah. at least an aspect of the quack, yeah. isn't it, a possibility. But, you know, the thing too is like, when you when when certain things are exposed and verified and they're so unbelievable it's like but if if you lied about that once upon a time who knows what other things you're hiding like you're you're always hiding something that's how we have to view big government or you know big brother whatever it might be like you're hiding something because you've always had to yeah and so for us to, for, so it just, I think it just be like one conspiracy theory that turns out to be suspiciously probable, probable, right? You can't say for sure or not, but like eh, everything is kind of suggesting, like, why are we asking these questions? Sometimes I find the answers in a question. Or have like people, also there's other places in the world that apparently have had encounters with ufos and it's a regular thing like there was this, you're all in on there the was UFO this part one. of the documentary <laughs> i mean you gotta watch it yourself i'm gonna bosh it but there's a part of this documentary where this journalist goes to a part of i think guatemala i don't know some kind of latin american country i think it's south america i think it was in chile <clears throat> anyway He's like, can you please, we need your help. We need your help. We, we, she's like, I, I'm here for this certain thing. He's like, yeah, but we need your platform to get the word out. The aliens keep taking water from our village and they keep, the, the community can't survive. We need to make an effort to make known to the aliens to please stop taking water from, from our village. And the journalist is like, huh? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And so it's also kind of like gets you thinking like 
This isn't the one and only place where these things have happened and yet no one is talking about them or even to say, hey, listen to this ridiculous story. They're just, it's, it's suspicious to me of how quiet such a big issue or thing can be. And yet, no, there's no talk about none of it. Yeah. It, it reminds me of that part in um, Man of Steel. Strange place to quote something, but it had that moment when Jonathan Kent's talking to young Clark and saying, like, we, we can't tell people about you because it would change everything like it would change how we believe how all of our belief systems would completely fracture in such an irreparable way that it would be chaotic when the when if something like that were revealed to be true because now you question all the science you question all the history you question all the religion Everything. So what, we're attracted then to the curiosity? We're, like, we're curious about it, but we don't really want to know? I think we really want to know, but I think it's withheld because of the... Like, what it, like it makes me think of that moment in Man of Steel where he's like, you would change everything. Knowing that you exist from somewhere else would be just too much for people to handle. And what that would... What does that mean that you're here with the capabilities you have? Like, this is very, very delicate. Yeah, but this this is... Um... No, you need to tell me. <laughs> I want to know what's up. What you would you tell me. What would you do if they, if, if they had a presidential address and it was confirmed and then another country does their own prime minister address and everyone is saying, this is true? I think it depends on the delivery. I mean, we need to come collect. We need to come calm and collective, <laughs> and just like, based on evidence, and you know, like big yourself up. Like the only reason you have this information is because you also feel that things have been kosher thus far. You know, there's no immediate threat. We're just letting we're letting the public know. We're dignifying the citizens of the world to say to invite. Nobody knew that was happening. You we- did. <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. the i lost my train of thought now oh yeah they're just be <laughs> be courteous to the people them that's all okay it doesn't have to happen when it's we're in the thick of like in the eye of the storm but a little heads up would be nice <laughs> <laughs> you know that's all i'm asking a little for. heads up <laughs> all i'm asking for and i think that would help in like reduce the panic you yeah know? you think so i would hope you know what i would hope so i have too much hope so what if you found out that they did exist and they've been around for a long time and they've been the ruling class this is how it's been so every president including obama can imagine he came with, yes i'm not from hawaii only like <laughs> You'd be like, what the, like, what? People would freak out to know that we've been having, like, some sort of contact or overlords or influence or, like, it would be a lot to handle for the human brain. For for a plebeian like me. Well, we don't know. In your scenario, that's a little extreme. I'm trying to keep it where, like, just let the people know so as to reduce 
madness and chaos because that's where everything leads to. You're not authentic when you're not being real, when you're withholding and when you're lying (laughs) and you get caught. So you're just saying keep it real, y'all. Just keep it real. It's it's okay. I mean, but that's me. That's me. I'm the type of person, I'm so in the middle of things where I'm the type of person like, you know what? I don't want to hear these bad news, but at least now I feel like I, I, I can do something with this information. Or not. It's up to me. Right. My problem. But I'm not going to, like, add fuel to fire and go, like, nuts. Like, this is impending death, death and doom. Why do we watch these shows? I, so, we watch things that um, we're, we're, we're attracted to them because we're crazy. Yeah, speaking of crazy, we must be crazy because... This Last of Us show puts you in such a downer when you watch it. Every time it's on, I say, why am I putting myself through this torture? But it's such compelling television. Like every Monday at work, it's, did you see the last episode? of? When did, did the episodes come out? Monday nights? They come out, uh, it airs on Sunday. So I guess oh. after the show airs, it would pop up on the streaming service, which... By that time, I'm not really thinking about watching any more television. But then it's it's out Monday. It's out Monday, okay. right? So it's and and you don't want to you don't want anything spoiled because it really is compelling television that you don't know what's going to happen next. And I don't know about you, but three episodes in, just in the first two episodes, you realize that no character is a main character. It seems. Whenever you think like, oh, the story is about this. No. Oh, the story is going to be about these two. No. Mm-hmm. Like, who's this? What? Like, this really is a survivalist story. I said to the guys at work, look, <laughs> if I got to go through green water and lily pads from one office to the next just to get to the door to then sneak by the zombies and then we're on the road, I'm like, just... I'm ending it. I'm not living a life like that. I just give me a just give me a bite. Just I'll bite my wife and we'll all be a part of the flora or the whatever it is they're attached to. This is hard. It's hard. It's hard because um again, I'm I'm the survival of the quit. It's it's hard because like it's the what now now what situation. Mm-hmm. It, it's too hmm. What's the purpose here? And 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 then yeah, it's so gross. But do you think becoming a zombie is only gross because of the way it's transmitted? Like, what if people, like, what if getting a peck? What if you just got a peck and then you turn into a zombie? Like, would it make it more... <laughs> just, just a peck. Not as... Peck, just a peck. <laughs> not as... Because you know what other movie was ridiculous that I saw? And it was actually zom- zombie, I guess. Self, cell phone, I think it was called. Cellular? I forget. John Cusack, Sam Jackson, and I forget. When did you watch else. this? <laughs> I don't know. I, probably during the whole shutdown. Okay. Place. Because um, I'm thinking we've been watching some zombie-related stuff recently. Yeah. And you've watched another one without me? No, no, okay, this okay, was a while okay. back. But it was. But like, I'm thinking, okay, star-studded cast. You know, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. Sam Jackson, yeah. Cusack. He, you yeah. know, he can go on. Yeah. And so I'm thinking. We watch this. 
I'm spoiling it. These people get a whole... They get rabid by hearing some kind of frequency or whatever on a cell phone. Okay. So anyone who's been on their phone that day just yeah. turns. Right? Ooh. That's how that happened. Right? Ooh. It was like more from like an AI technology yeah. kind of okay. angle. Yikes. I know. It's crazy. There's so many possibilities now because because literally we've got frequencies that we're interconnecting with our brainwaves every day like the technology between our cell phones and and us is becoming more and more cybernetic oh yeah right for sure it's just how it is why you could say oh you're looking into it too much but like if it does a facial recognition or a thumbprint that's what i'm saying and that that's what i'm saying so that you know so imagine taking your point there yeah yeah and then like it going like like going somewhere else but the the like the root of that initial conspiracy it's 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 real. You're going back to the UFOs? <laughs> well, no. Actually, what I wanted to go back was to what I've always believed, and I'm more convinced now. I need to find myself a ten, like a tin foil hat wearing friend. I need, to, I need one of those guys <laughs> in my life. It's, I thought you were gonna say I need to find myself a tin foil hat because I'm like I lost her. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You said even no. better than that, a no. friend. They're onto something. Okay, they know a little something of something, and it, like I said, there might be a little twist. But so you want a prepper? Whatever they want to identify as. <laughs> <some point. laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but this this last episode. <laughs> That was that was a good episode. It was a feel. It felt good watching that episode. Like watching, like yes, yeah. there was no zombies in it. It wasn't all of the. You actually got to relax a bit. I felt like I could get a breather in. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, We're reviewing this episode. Yeah, spoilers. Huh. We're gonna review it. <laughs> if you don't want to hear us spoil it, I mean, when we say spoil, we get more into a plot as opposed to all of the endings and the this and the that's. But in this episode, it's uh, ancillary characters get more of the spotlight, I guess, from the video game. They're, they are characters from the video game, Bill and Frank. Um, are they really in the video game? Yeah. Yeah, they are. I think I, from what I've read, some of it was altered a touch in order for storytelling elements. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything was, from what I was told from people who played the game and watched the show, true to the essence of the game. And... Um, they take time during this episode to focus on this survivalist or this prepper, Bill, who you see him when the outbreak occurs, how he survives, what he does for the next couple of years to maintain his privacy and safety, and relatively serene life. Like, mm-hmm. he got a good setup going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when somewhere down the line, a trespasser comes onto his property, who he traps... Right, because he set this, he set up his property now to protect himself from any zombies, really, or looters who may be coming into the area. And what ensues is a, a beautiful love story. And uh, anybody who I think has been in a relationship where they've truly been in love with someone special would appreciate this episode because it's just, it's just really what life is about. Right. Yeah. Even even amid um, all of the the dystopian future that you could be living in, where a a virus or a pandemic really does force you to stay inside, for lack of a better analogy, 
this was like an example of life can still be very beautiful amongst all the darkness. And mm-hmm. I, and and it was uh it didn't feel like it was accommodating any sort of agenda, if you will. No, it was a good story. That's the key. It was such a good story. And I like how, you know, in addition to everything you said, it was also just having kind of gone through the journey with certain characters. And then, like I said, being able to experience that breather as as someone who's looking in, watching as an audience member, it was just like, okay, we got a break. And, And then kind of just seeing the natural um you know just the simple things in life that after being having this having things taken away from you either because of something terrible or circumstantial like just the the simplest things in life are what really bring you happiness like that scene with the strawberry that was my favorite scene of the show it was such a nice scene it was so the intention of it like you know i traded her for this and then he didn't tell him, surprised him, and then it was just such a human moment. There, I felt there was a lot of human moments in this episode. It kind of brought you back to basics. Yeah. You know, that you don't need all of this stuff. Like, as long as your intentions are, are genuine and you're yeah. surrounded by the people you love, you just you just do. You yeah. just do. Yeah. It, uh, everything you said. It's uh, it's sobering to, to remember that oftentimes the simple things will bring you the most comfort, the most happiness, the most joy. And it's, uh, I think, being present for the moment. Like making sure, like, do you realize this is a moment? Mm-hmm. Or are you taking it for granted because mm-hmm. it's just another weekend? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's sobering when you when you can sometimes have the omnipotent view of, like, the aunt looking in on other people's lives. And you were, oh, look at their story. And, oh, they capture the show or the, the writing sets a scene. It makes, but do you realize when you had that in your life or did you just overlook it? So it's good to pay attention more to the life you live. Mm-hmm. Even when you're watching these shows and you're having escapism. Like, that's why I feel storytelling has importance. Like, I'm a... a yeah, and when it's done well, well it's, it's, it's important. It, it yeah. has an effect on, on, on you, right? It, it really does. It, it was a home run this episode. I really uh, yeah. enjoyed it. But I think, too, psychologically, it was because I was, like, relieved of having to feel tension the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you went from chill. feeling one type of fear and adrenaline rush to the other, uh, like, part of life that we all fear. Mm-hmm. You know, end of life. Mm-hmm. And being at peace with it. Like, it's could be a really beautiful thing it was very poetic very poetic yeah yeah and so with all that said we gave away a couple moments but i don't think we spoiled the episode i hope we spoiled it in a way that will make people want to watch it instead of saying this and this and this and this happens it all it all matters to the the whole like it's a it's an episode that will definitely count i wasn't expecting this storyline and and you say that these characters are in the so do they last do they do they like are they prevalent? I'm not sure. You've never played the game. I never played the game. I'm just going off. of... How do you know? Someone told you. Yeah. Oh. Every episode is kind of like an update of like when this happened in the game, it was like this or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Because I think if you play the game at this point in time, you're going to ruin everything for you. But Polly, we were having chicken wings the other night, and he put his arm around me. He goes, if that made you sad, you just wait for the finale. (laughs) Oh, I wait till you get to season two. He said that he was playing the game, the, the sequel, and his wife came into the room watching him play, and he was crying like a baby. Like God. sobbing. He's like, get out of the room. I need my time. <laughs> you just couldn't control it. Playing a game. Holy shit. So, yeah. There's more to come, apparently. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, my God. Last of Us, This Is Us, all the Us shows leave you having to get a Kleenex box. I'm like, yeah, sometimes I just need a break. I just need a little bit of comedy. But speaking of comedy, we watched You People. People oh. are talking about it. Everyone wanted to watch it. Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy. Looked really funny in the previews. We watched it. Yeah. And it starts off with people basically living our life right now, <laughs> literally, podcasting. Um, what'd you think? Take it or leave it? Uh, leave it. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to leave it at that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it had its moments of humor. I feel like it had potential. It had a lot of potential, and, and it I th- didn't go anywhere. So whatever. Yeah, the uh, the current state of talking about things is so like overdone now, where it's not. It's I don't think it's accomplishing much except for doing a little bit of regression as opposed to progression. And people may be like, what do you mean by that? But it's like, we're not really we're not really having real conversations about these things. We've just gotten to a point where we can make make humor. Like, the, the white people in this were complete morons. And the black family in this were pretty mean and racist. But it's like, is this how we're painting each other? To, for, like, what does this accomplish? Or maybe yeah. I'm missing the joke. Yeah. I don't know. But... Yeah, it got it got sort of low hanging fruit jokes mm-hmm. where it was like, yeah, really, like okay, it it it. I chuckled. I can't pretend I didn't, but I think I wanted to like it more than it deserved. Ultimately, huh. like looking back on it and thinking about it, everyone has the same reaction. They're like, so the Jewish people are complete idiots, mm-hmm. and everyone else is justified in being. My whole thing is. The whole fighting fire with fire thing. We're not. Yeah. We're not getting anywhere. I, I thought. I thought this was gonna. It missed the mark for me. Mm. I, it seemed like it had potential in the beginning. Yeah. And to be honest, I didn't really, really know what it was about. I just kind of started watching it. Yeah. And I think because I went in it, into it not knowing anything and with an open mind, I was like, I'm into this. Yeah. And I also did try to watch it the same way. Maybe this is a stupid analogy, but you know how those like ridiculous Chevy Chase movies like family vacations and Yeah, like, yeah. and like just obnoxious things that Yeah. really wouldn't happen in real life, but sure. they're being portrayed in movies for comedic purposes or right. just to exaggerate a point. Yeah. Like um so like that's meet what, the parents. Yeah. And, and exactly, right? Those outrageous things that just would never really happen. I tried to see it like that. Like, maybe they're trying to tell the story like that. Try to be that funny. Right. It was almost like, what do you want to be? 
do you want to be this or yeah. are you trying to be something else? And yeah. I, I just, I couldn't, it was a no for me. Yeah. And I'm tired of being told what to do and what, like how I'm supposed, I don't want to go to a lecture when I go see a movie. Yeah. I want a good story. Tell me whatever it is that if it's good, I'm in, I'm hooked. I'm yeah. not gullible. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> if it's good, I'll buy it. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I, it's that you're trying too hard sort of feel that you get from things nowadays. And I don't like, I don't But I guess they got to start somewhere, you know? I guess. But I mean, we've already been here. It's not like we haven't started somewhere. Listen, I'm, I'm just, I'm, like I said, I'm still trying to be open-minded and patient, but I, like, what the fuck? Like, even with the... I, I will say when what was his name Bill and his his husband Frank yeah when they first encountered and I had an inkling that it was gonna be a homosexual relationship I'm not gonna be I mean I'll be honest I'm like are they is this an angle mm-hmm. is this a written angle or is this and I was happy to hear that it's a part of the story that they're origin characters. But even still, whether or not I felt that there the storyline was written so well and so humane that I don't care who was playing the role. It was just a good yeah. story. You had me hooked. That's all that matters is is when it's written well, you are invested in the people and the characters and you see past your bias and you and it's like but, oh But to your point earlier where it's like it's so in your face where you never perhaps were of that thinking but yeah. now it, it it what am i trying to say here it's almost like uh yeah it's so in your face that it's you can't escape it yeah you, you can't escape it and then you can't even enjoy it because you're constantly being told what and then the you social, start to what look is for or it. what is not socially acceptable everywhere yeah. right it's like how about we just talk to each other and we'll figure it out it doesn't there is and i thought you people was going to be like that because I, cause I, I was appreciating the cultural aspects of, like, they're going to have their bias. They're going to have their preconceived notions. But there's also the funny in that, because guess what? We all do this shit. Like, we, yeah. we all jump in kind of assuming something, but then we end up laughing at our, our own selves because of how dumb we were in, in, in expecting one thing without even having talked to the person, without having gotten to know them. Like, yeah. there's a... There's, there's lessons in life that are meant to hopefully have us learn and be better people to each other. But it, now it just seems like it, every everything you put on, there's always some kind of lecture and message. And it's just getting tiresome now. Yeah, it's like I, I have to... Well, Kenya Barris, I think, was director and writer who did Blackish and then Black AF. But it's to the point now where I don't... Like, it makes perfect sense that if you're a a black or African-American artist that you would want to focus on things for that represent you. That makes complete sense to me. But at some point, it's always a, an announcement or a correction story. When you watch um, Blackish, it's always some lesson. It, and that's fine. But then you I watch... I mean, the Cosby show was like that too. It was, but it, it, was, wasn't, but it, it wasn't just race-based. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. 
And and that's all Kenya Barris seems to like operate in that space. Well, maybe that's he feels that's his mission, right? Like maybe yeah, that's but, his way of showing his advocacy and whatever. And I don't really, I can't really. I'm not for or against it. I think the 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 fact that people have the ability to do that is a win, uh, either way. So whatever. But but when it comes to my choice in entertainment, I typically. Am now <laughs> to the point where even if it doesn't apply to me, let's say, I don't know, like, I just, I don't care. Just, can we just tell me what it is? Like, tell, tell, me, the me, tell me the juice, Yeah, girl. give me a story. Like, give me yeah. something. That's it. That's, That's why, I, I don't know, I want to watch John Wick so bad. Like, because <laughs> it's just like crazy it's just crazy let's there's just like go senseless it. just yeah, whatever yeah. like something I don't gotta think nuts. about the politics of it all yeah yeah so far though the this what is this The Last of Us it's doing a little bit of everything like it has the crazy but it also has that like that that pull in it's got a heart it's got yeah. a lot of heart yeah. to it man yeah um every time I watch it I wanna watch Logan because of the old man and the young girl storyline i wonder if anything was inspired by that probably not because i think last of us was already a thing but it kind of reminds me of that sort of it's a fun story it's got that western vibe to it it makes me sad logan yeah it It makes me so sad i think that's why i watch it the least but i think it's one of the ones i really like yeah it's good it's too hard to watch which is crazy that one is hard to watch for me yeah, because you've seen this that character, spoilers, you've seen that character <laughs> um, go through every sort of way to die, right? You've seen him die a million times through the X-Men, shot in the head and chopped that hand out. Like, he recovers. That's just what he does. He comes back. And then to see him finally reach a point where there's no coming back, it hits you different. And you've kind of taken for granted that he just keeps going. So wait a minute. So, wait, but there's a new trailer coming out with those two. Yeah, I think it takes place somewhere before Logan. Before he dies? Yeah, because Logan takes place in the in the future future. In the future future. It's not present. It's like even future from now. I think it's like 20, 30 something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a bunch of, there's a window of time where he could have done stuff with Deadpool, right? So that's how comic books do it too. They insert stories in between timelines to yeah. tell their own thing. Yeah, all the time. Mm. But then that becomes a, a, a tricky It's like dance. a vein. Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's like a timeline, right? Like how do no you... No wonder everybody gets out of control and stories go crazy. Yeah. Because they've invested in like, okay, I'll, I'll come along this ride with you. I'll, I'll buy... All of these crossover issues in order to stay along with the main story here. And then when you say, ah, it didn't count. You're like, what? I just spent the time and the money trying to make sense of it all. And you're saying it's like, Yo. it pisses people off. Yeah. And, and good stories that exist, like, like for instance, The Last of Us, a lot of people have uh, said how great of a video game it is because of the story. Right. So but everybody's story is different, is it? What do you mean? Or is it like levels? No, I think the main story is is like the quest, like the everyone plays that game. Uh, okay. Right? They're following Joel and Ellie. Alt it's that that's the game. Gotcha. But okay. you want to be f- I didn't know if it was see it's cuz, you know, 
Um, I thought it was more like a pick your own adventure kind of mm. thing. Like depending on who who survives with you, mm. like your storyline goes here. I thought it was like an individual. But no, no that makes total sense of what you're saying. I don't yeah. know what I was thinking. It's okay. No, there are games that are like that. But being faithful to what worked, it's like you don't got to change it. Everything that needs to be there is there. Just Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. To feel that something has to be changed in order to accommodate uh, a group, it's it's missing the point because good story is. I find that if a story is a, is a relatable and appealing to you, it doesn't matter when it's told or what era it's from. If it's a Bible story, if it's an ancient Greek story, like if it's a good story, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You can relate to the the feeling of being human. Yeah. And I think we're losing that. We're losing that uh, realization in this time of like, well, I don't get it because they don't look like I do. It's like, so what? (laughs) Like, I I didn't grow up around drug dealers or in a New York ghetto, but I really can appreciate the story of Nas or Notorious B.I.G. It's compelling. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. So you know what it's like to be hungry. You know what it's like to be desperate. You know what it's like to be scared. You know what it's like to do something wrong hoping to do right like that's the those are the parts of the story that matter not the fact that i'm not a kid that grew up here and i don't look like that like you're missing the point story is a story it's a lesson for everybody to benefit from preach drop the mic preach i don't know but um getting back to stories Mm. and movies Mm. you know who james gunn is you know who james gunn is but i do it may not pop to your head, but you've watched Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn. Which one is that one? Okay. He's the director of okay. Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay. So just so tell na- me. Jesus. Well, no. <laughs> some people hear the name James Gunn. I'm like, yeah, I know who that is. I don't. Okay. <laughs> now you do. Okay, now I will. I'll always remember fucking James Gunn. <laughs> My husband puts me on blast on his podcast. Because I don't know that he's the director of fucking <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Now I do. Yes. Okay. What about him? He is. He has been hired on to be the CEO or co-CEO of the DCEU. So the DC movie department, mm-hmm. he is now the boss there. He's like a big comic book guy. That's why, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and all the things he contributed to Marvel always got big kudos because mm-hmm. he pays respects to the to the universe, to the So material. now he's doing that for DC? He's taken over. He's the boss now at DC. And he put out an announcement of where the direction of the universe is going, what movies are upcoming, explaining them, how they fit in to what is going to come after that. And he lays out a plan of where they're going with the DC universe it's going to be connected but it's going to be connected through a movie and the shows are now going to be um what's the word like intertwined intertwined but in a way that is like good for a full story some of it will even be animated shows do you want to see his announcement does this interest you at all I mean, yeah, but it just sounds exhausting. It sounds like too much. They're doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch this announcement. Okay. Have you seen it? I've seen most of it, but then I said maybe I should just watch this with Daph and we could podcast about it. Okay. Do you want to 
put a pin in this episode and we could do an episode about the DC universe, movie universe. Okay. Does okay. that sound good? All right. So we'll put a pin in this one. We're about 40 minutes in. Okay. Did a smorgasbord <laughs> of, uh, of topics. Yeah. Conspiracy. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. But it went, it, it went well. Conspiracy theories to zombies and shit <laughs> to <laughs> finding out who James Gunn is. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Rate and review the show. Come back for the next episode where we will continue this conversation and we will get into the uh, the news and announcements and, and daft reaction to the new direction of the DC Entertainment Universe, whatever stupid name it is. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Signing off. Eric Anthony. Daft J? Oh, yeah, that's me. Lady J. <laughs> I bid you adieu. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.